Welcome to the Focus 15, Episode 3, Perspective is the Ticket. I have an optical prism that sits on a windowsill in my home. The other day, I started to move it. The sun was shining, and I saw that if I turned it just a few degrees, it spread different light throughout the entire room. For just a tiny movement, a small change in orientation, I ended up with a completely different result. So today, what I want to talk to you about is perspective, and I'm going to encourage you to think about it at two different levels, your perspective and better understanding the perspectives of all the people with whom you interact, clients, prospective clients, partners, etc. In previous Focus 15 podcasts, I've shared thoughts with you regarding understanding what clients and prospects are thinking and feeling about the economic environment the markets, the political arena, world events. In today's Focus 15, I'm going to ask you to think about what existing and prospective clients, your COIs and your colleagues, know about you, think about you, and feel about you. Know, think, and feel. So it's a small shift of the prism from focusing on what your clients think and feel about the economy to shining the light on what your clients and prospects think and feel about their relationship with you. We know that preparation is the most significant source of competitive advantage. Prepared professionals have a calm confidence that makes them seem more trustworthy. They focus more and better on the client than on what they are going to say or do. They have extraordinary effectiveness rates, They get hired more often than people who don't place as high a value on preparation. They have better retention of clients and more ability to map and tap networks. Ultimately, they get hired and stay hired at higher rates than others. They have a full commitment to preparation. They have a dossier, an agenda, a call plan, and they rehearse because words matter. People hire us or retain us because they see us as professionals who are trustworthy, interested, caring, and knowledgeable. They stay with us because we are excellent in implementation and we are there, T-H-E-R-E, there. We're involved with them. Selling is about making promises. Succeeding is about keeping them. An easy way to remember these six elements is with the acronym TICKET, T-I-C-K-E-T. So I'd recommend that you write down the word ticket, because that's the answer to the question, why did people choose you? Why do they stay with you? Why do they advocate for you? So let's briefly examine these six elements. T is for trustworthy. The overriding must have between people who are going to have a long-term relationship is trust. Trust encompasses keeping your word, It's about the four referability habits, which are we show up on time, we do what we say we're going to do, we finish what we start, and we express appreciation by saying please and thank you. I is for interested, and it's interested enough to be attentive. People need reassurance right now. What people see has everything to do with where they sit. So are you certain that you know where your clients are sitting right now? Proactivity pays off. C is for caring. Caring enough to ask the right questions and listen to the answers. 
and not just listen, but listen to understand. A good technique is to demonstrate your caring by identifying special events in their lives, such as a vacation they've always dreamed of or a baby that's going to be born or any other significant event. And then setting your reminders around those events versus simply a, a rigid formula of monthly, quarterly, etc. That screams, I genuinely care about you. This reminds me, and many of you have heard this story about my relationship, which is now many years of a relationship with my CPA. And he was introduced and endorsed by several people that I know and respect and trust. And so I knew he was very talented at what he did, but we just weren't connecting on a personal level yet. And eight months into our relationship, he called me up, seemingly out of the blue, to wish me a happy Pomeranian day. And I was taken aback. I mean, quite frankly, the first thought that came to mind was, uh-oh, is this gentleman day drinking? What's going on? But the reality is, he cared enough to pay attention. The very first call that we had, I had just adopted my dog, Bougie, who's a Pomeranian, who was barking in the background. And so I mentioned that I just adopted Bougie. And that was it. We've never talked about my dog since. But he wrote it down. And then he found this obscure holiday and cared enough to do so and reached out to inject some levity, but more importantly, to demonstrate caring. And that was a game changer in our relationship. If you really want to differentiate yourself, start to tie your contacts to important events in the lives of people with whom you want to have great relationships. So let's talk about K. K is for knowledge. And knowledge is first of all about them as clients or prospects, it's about their families, about their companies, about the charities that they support. And the second part of knowledge is about you, your firm, your offerings, and the environment in which we are doing business today. Until you know them, you can't properly position yourself, your team, your firm, and your recommendations. So our knowledge and the gathering of knowledge never ends. It continues throughout the life cycle of our relationship. E is for excellence in implementation. People judge us by our actions, not by our intentions. Are you consistently delivering on the promises you made? It's not hard to exceed expectations. If we care, if we have a process, if we're well prepared. And finally, T. T is for there. We need to be in touch with people to make it clear that we're committed to their well-being, to their future, to their family. If they aren't on your calendar within a reasonable period of time, you're not paying attention to them. You're not there. So let's not buy into the common reasons for ignoring people, for being silent, especially right now. Right? Things like, oh, people are on vacation, people are busy, I don't have any good news for them, etc. As it relates to being proactive, we want to be as contrarian as we can when compared to most people in this industry. So let's follow the advice of master strategist Sun Tzu. When your enemy goes in, you go out. We don't hide. The winning perspective is this. This is my opportunity. I can differentiate myself now. 
this current economic and political environment is a great opportunity for me because I choose to see it as a great opportunity. I can help more people today than when things are really, really good. And I'm more valuable to people today because I have the right outlook and the right messages for them. Over the past 20 years, I've done extensive research and determined that ignoring people is not the best way to get close to them. So here's what I recommend. And this is what I'm doing myself. Starting with your highest priority relationships, I encourage you to invest some time considering how you're viewed and what, if any, changes you'd like to see in those relationships. Then ask yourself, what am I doing proactively to create exceptional value? How am I different and better than other people who call on them? Not just other people in my profession, but other people in any industry who call on them. How am I different and better? Am I exhibiting the same behaviors today that I exhibited to earn the business initially? People change advisors more often because of relationship failure than because of other factors like performance, market volatility, etc. That's the reason for outreach now. So consider doing what we call a planned value evaluation. Ask clients if I or we are delivering what they expect of us. Selling is about making promises to people. It's about saying in unambiguous terms, here is the value you're going to derive as a client of mine. A planned value evaluation is a conversation that involves giving the client an opportunity to evaluate our performance versus our commitment. So you may be asking, so what now? Well, I'm suggesting that you take one of your most significant relationships Block some time, get into a quiet, peaceful setting, and ask yourself the following questions. Number one, what do I know about them? Who and what is important to them? Right? What do I know? Do I know the people that are important to them? Do I know the things that are important to them, the causes that are important to them? The second question is, what don't I know about them that I should? I'd then ask, what do they know about me? And what don't they know about me? What do they think about me and why? How do they feel about me? And would I like them to feel differently? How would you want someone to describe you to a friend of theirs or one of their other advisors? Would you want them to say something like, this person is a really good planner? Or would you want them to say something more like, you know, I've had a number of professional advisors during my lifetime, but one clearly stands out. My financial advisor is not only competent, they've become my trusted friend because they've made the effort to get to know me, my family, my concerns, and my priorities. They know how I think, they know how I'm feeling, and they understand why. I know these are challenging times, and it's times like this when you become even more valuable. When you educate, reassure, ask the right questions well, and stay in touch, you help people have a more positive outlook. Making an effort to understand people, 
making an effort to share insights with people, making an effort to understand that this situation is not catastrophic and that in all adversity, there are opportunities. But those opportunities don't exist for everyone. They're for people who see the light and who clearly convey a desire to help. During tough times, some people fall down and never get back up. But others thrive and discover their true selves and their worth. They recognize their value and potential and they strive to be different and better. There's a great quote that I've thought about through the years, which is, adversity causes some to break and others to break records. Let's all be record breakers. Mm -hmm.